After years of living on cookies and caffeine, losing and gaining the same weight over and over again, and living my life from the sidelines, I changed my perspective and my actions and now live my life in the driver's seat. I'm Trish Ryan, a certified health and life coach with the mission to help people develop a positive relationship with food so they can live their best life on their terms. Each week, I turn diet culture and weight loss upside down. Together, we'll throw out old beliefs and I'll teach you how to think differently so you can drop the guilt and negative self-talk, release the weight, and live the life you crave. Are you hungry for health? If so, let's go. Welcome to the Hungry for Health podcast with certified health and life coach, Trish Ryan. You are listening to episode 11, pillar two, sleep more, weigh less. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. The name of my coaching practice is Core Health Coaching. And I named it that way specifically because I believe there are four core pillars to focus on that will keep us on the path of our life wellness journey. These four pillars are stress, sleep, nutrition, and movement. And I plan to take each of these core pillars and talk more in depth about each of them and provide information and action steps that you can start applying to your daily life immediately. Last week, we talked about stress and how it affects digestion. And this week, we tackle sleep. More specifically, why you need it and how to get it. I've noticed a common comment I get from clients, and it's amazing because of the way they bring it up in conversation. It's not a complaint, but just a comment, and it goes like this. Of course I'm tired all the time, as if this is normal and acceptable. So topic number one, why we need sleep. Many people don't realize how important sleep is. Just sleep in general, but more specifically, why sleep is important specifically to weight loss. And they think that the two are mutually exclusive. And sleep is something that we just do when we can't go any further, that we actually need to rest a little bit. And I know I'm guilty. I used to say sleep is for the week or I'll sleep when I'm dead. And my family, friends, and coworkers just got an exhausted, short-tempered version of me. And for that, I'm sorry. What did I get? I got a version of me who was frustrated, had brain fog, couldn't make decisions, I was unmotivated, and ate poorly, all due to lack of sleep. And I now know better. When you are not sleeping, your body is cooking up a perfect recipe for weight gain. When you're short on sleep, it's easy to lean on a large latte to get moving, and you might be tempted to skip exercise because you're just too tired, and then get takeout for dinner which may make you stay up a little later because you're uncomfortably full. When I first start working with clients, I ask about their sleep. And there is always a pause, as if there's a conversation going on in their head, wondering, where is she going with this? I thought we were talking about health, but sleep is part of health. And yes, early in our coaching, when I work with clients, we go in-depth about sleep and how important it is. Let me give you some fun facts. Sleep deprivation, even a single night, is associated with increased food consumption, especially snacking and sweet cravings. And we can blame this all on hormones. Lack of sleep causes shifts in your hunger and appetite hormones. Ghrelin, the hunger control hormone, increases, causing you to eat more. 
leptin, which controls satiety, decreases, causing you to eat more. Sleep deprivation also affects the way your brain responds to the sight or even the thought of food. Our goal is to aim for seven to nine hours a night consistently. And I'll tell you my story. I have no problem falling asleep, but I do have problems staying asleep. And many of my clients have the same issues. And I've noticed that it has a lot to do with what's going on in my mind. If I don't consciously turn off my mind and go to sleep, my brain wakes up after an hour or so and immediately goes to my to-do list. What's going on? What needs to be done? <laughs> I remember one time, every time I woke up, I had the same thought. Can't forget to get the pickles at the grocery store. And I must have just been so keyed up on those darn pickles that I never felt like I even rested for fear of forgetting about the pickles. Some clients have a hard time falling asleep for the same reasons, because they haven't been able to turn off their brain. Often others try to wind down with food or cookies or chips. And it does initially work because it takes your mind off the heavy things and it does start to relax you a bit. But we want to learn to unwind without the wine or food. And we want to learn to fall asleep and stay asleep. Creating new habits will not be easy. Your brain is currently programmed and it loves its rituals whether the ritual is something that works for us or doesn't work for us. So whether it's going straight to bed without a routine, grabbing some cookies or a glass of wine to settle down, changing habits is going to stink. But when it stinks, that's exactly the time to remind yourself why you are working to change the habit, to better yourself, to create a better relationship with food, to release weight. And you get to be so darn proud of yourself when you break the habit and create a new routine a positive routine that benefits you in so many ways. But you have to ride the wave. Your brain may say, I have to eat. What if I get hungry later? Or forget the bedtime routine. I'm so tired. I'm sure I'll stay asleep all night. But you need to remind yourself why you want to sleep better and why it's important. Need some more reasons why you need sleep? We already talked about keeping your hormones, specifically ghrelin and leptin in check so you can properly key into your hunger and fullness during the day. But what else? Too little sleep causes an increase in another hormone, cortisol. And that stress hormone signals your body to conserve energy. And we don't need a sluggish metabolism. A groggy body also affects your body's ability to process insulin. And that's the hormone needed to change sugar, starches, and other food into energy. When your body doesn't respond properly to insulin, it has trouble processing fats from your bloodstream and it ends up storing them as fat. When you go to bed, that's when your body burns fat. It's not during the day, not when you're at the gym, not when you're awake. Your body is taking in nutrients during the day and assessing life situations and telling your brain is busy. But when you sleep, your body is resting and rebuilding. It's getting everything tuned up so it can work properly and efficiently during the day. All the magic happens when we sleep. How many times do we eat to stay awake while driving? Or we eat at 3 p.m. to keep us going? Here's a science fact here. When you eat, your body starts to work on the food that you've eaten and starts to digest it. So it's not keeping you awake at all. It's actually now even more distracted and not doing you any good. So yes, if you eat straight sugar, you might get a temporary spike, but ooh, that crash is nasty.
So the news flashes, we won't need pick-me-ups when we're properly rested. So if you feel that need for the extra cup of coffee or snack to stay awake, let's take the time and flip the script and see that as a sign that we need more quality sleep. So clearly what we're learning is what we do at night is just as important as what we do during the day. And if you're not willing to commit to consistent sleep, you're saying that part of you wants to stay exactly where you are. The added stress on your body from lack of sleep makes it difficult for your body to release weight. You can be doing all the things, but if you're not sleeping properly, you will be frustrated because you're not seeing results. Some clients come to me and say, what more can I do? I'm doing X, I'm doing Y. What more do I, what more can I do? And sleep is the action that always moves the needle. Those clients are come back kicking themselves and realizing that sleep, something that we all wish we could get more of, was the action step they needed to make the difference. So I touched on some science and I tried to simplify it, but if you want all the data, here are two books about sleep that I really like. The first is Sean Stevenson's book. It's called Sleep Smarter. And good sleep helps you shed fat for good, stave off disease, stay productive, and improve virtually every function of your mind and body. And so he goes into depth with all those facts. Matthew Walker is another great resource. He is a scientist and professor and has many books on sleep and has done many YouTube talks and has been on many podcasts. And his most popular book is called Why We Sleep. All right, so that was number one. Now we're going to talk about number two, how we get more sleep. And I have six tips on getting more productive sleep. Tip number one, start small. If you routinely get six hours of sleep each night, jumping from six to seven to nine is going to be a hard stretch. So just try going to bed 15 minutes earlier. And then once that becomes a habit, add 15 minutes again. Over time, you'll add that extra hour of sleep each night, which is, adds up to seven hours a week. And then you can slowly build your way up to seven to nine hours nightly. Tip number two, Use an alarm to go to bed. Oftentimes we're working on a project or watching TV only to look up at the clock and see that it's really late. Setting an alarm is a gentle reminder to start thinking about winding down. Maybe turn off devices and turn down the lights to signal to our body that it's time for a change. Tip number three, create consistency. The body and the brain love it. We want to aim to go to bed and wake up at the same time each day. Tip number four, create a routine. Think back on what we do or maybe what we did to our own children. The routine. We had a bath with lavender scented soap. We had lotion and we massaged their feet and their arms and their head. We gave them clean PJs. We read to them softly with the lights down low. And then after we read the story, we maybe put some gentle music on and we said, pleasant dreams, my love. And off they went to sleep. Well, as adults, our routine may look different. But a routine sets the tone for a good night's sleep. So create one that works for you. Our brain loves routines and rituals. So we want to have that trigger for our brain to let it know that it's time to go to bed. So maybe that alarm that we just talked about is maybe a different sound than the one that we wake up to. 
one that's a little bit more gentle. <laughs> Tip number five, and here I go with that pen and paper again, write things down, get all the thoughts out of your head so that we're not carrying around, we're not carrying them around with us when we sleep. And this helped me tremendously. Remember, my problem was staying asleep. And this also helps for those who are having trouble falling asleep. If we list out all of the things that maybe are bothering us or all the things we want to do tomorrow, we have that listed and our brain actually knows, okay, it's all out on paper. I don't need to remember right now. I can focus on sleep. And then we know we have the day covered so we can wake up and start fresh. And tip number six is to make this a commitment. We want to set up conditions to make success inevitable. You're creating a new habit and it takes time. So give it the time it needs to be successful at it. And we know that good things will come. I have a lot of workbooks and eBooks that are available for you all free. Of course, if you head over to my website, www.corehealthcoach.com and go to the free resources tab. There's one near the top. I especially like, and is absolutely relevant to creating habits. And that workbook is called Creating Healthy Habits 30 Days at a Time. It's a workbook that will help you create the life you want. So I encourage you to head over there and download that free resource. And let me know how it goes. If you have any questions or concerns, send me an email. All right, friends, that's my rant on sleep. Prioritize it, work on it, and then reap the benefits. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I can't wait till next week. Bye-bye. Who is your health or life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I'm creating a virtual coaching program that I want to invite you to join me in. We will address challenges, we'll work on goals, and we will get results in so many different ways. I'll have programs, workshops, and courses that I've created just for you. When you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast and up-level it, then send me an email at trish at corehealthcoach.com subject line, I'm all in, and be a founding member of the program when it launches. Thanks for listening to the Hungry for Health podcast. It would be incredibly awesome if you could take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes or give a rating on Spotify. Thanks.